What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Sean Ellis Rogers, the podcast where I, your host, Sean, dives deeper into reality television than most people watching feel is necessary and asks all the questions about what they don't want out. Join me five days a week as I dive into your favorite reality shows and their stars, all while getting to know my favorite content creators in the process through their love of reality TV. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. CJ, a.k.a. The Housewife Collector. It's been a little bit since our last session, since I last spoke on it. Excuse me. I've been feeling very low energy recently. I mean, oh, your boy just got a promotion at his job. Yes, I work at a restaurant. And I'm now a host, honey. Yes, I'll be dealing with all them bitches. Which is surprising, given that at my last customer service job, the people were not here, honey. The people were not understanding. The people did not have the brains or the brawn or the common sense. Whereas at this job, I actually feel understood, question mark. It's really weird. But of course, there are some of those customers where I just want to rip their heads off. And before I start talking about some housewives, I need... I need to let y'all know this because as a restaurant worker, as a goddamn restaurant worker, y'all need to be really like humble when you go into a restaurant, okay? I don't know why y'all are so quick to anger when things don't go exactly as you planned. If it takes five to 10 minutes for your main drinks to come out, not the waters, like your sodas, your alcoholic drinks. If it takes five to 10 minutes, and this is, I'm speaking in the case of a busy restaurant like mine. Like if it is busy, 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 servers got like 2000 fucking tables to attend to, and it takes them 10 minutes to bring out your main drinks, please do not lose your cool, okay? Cause the servers, they don't got, they're not a damn octopus. They only got two hands and two legs. They don't got eight damn arms that can extend as far as the eye can see, honey. Okay. So y'all need to have a little bit more patience. If it takes 10, 20 minutes to bring out the food and it's very busy, you need to, you need to have some compassion and understanding, okay? Because at the end of the day, we are people too. We cannot do everything. We are all tired. We are all just trying to get through the shift. The last thing we need is y'all yelling at us saying, Oh, it took 20 minutes to get the food out. I'm leaving a one-star. Really, bro? Because I be seeing some of the reviews that y'all be leaving. 
and it is so blatantly obvious none of y'all have ever worked in a goddamn restaurant in your life at least not a busy one y'all have not worked in a consistently busy day and night restaurant and it is so obvious y'all really be getting mad because we'd be kicking you out when it's time for us to close the restaurant honey that's the sad part i remember last night i sat a table and at, at least at my restaurant when we are down a closer meaning we don't have another server to help close up the restaurant so we got to close down some of our sections there was an outdoor section that was closed and this man was like oh we wanted to sit outside is it possible if we could sit there at that table and i looked at the table and i was like no sir you can't sit there because that section's closed right now we close this after a certain time now it is that was a lie we don't close after a certain time we were down a server so had i sat them there they wouldn't have had any i mean they still would have had a server but that server would have had to leave their section and i would have had my ass chewed out and also maybe not you know maybe they would have just been sitting there with no server and i would have been like hey told you so and then he was like oh okay but then he saw another table get up in that very same section. He's like, well, what about that one? They just left. And in my head, I was like, bitch, I just told you that section was goddamn closed. What part of your 60-year-old brain is not comprehending that that section is closed? And I was like, but in actuality, I was like, sir, as I had just said, that section is closed off to new guests. Once the rest of those tables clear out, the server's going to go home. Their shift is up. They they been needed to clock out but they have to stay and attend to the tables because if that server is not attending to it no one else is going to attend to it so and he was like oh okay i guess this will do then and in my head i was like it better motherfucking do or else i'm throwing your ass out this goddamn restaurant honey because the only other tables are indoors you he, they wasn't gonna sit outside anyways but anyways, yes, please, if you go to a restaurant, please have more compassion for the workers. Be more understanding. Now, I understand if ain't nobody up in that bitch and it takes like 30 minutes to bring you your drinks. It's like, what's, what was the reason? But if it's a busy restaurant, y'all need to have some compassion and stop being so entitled, honey. Oh, my steak came out slightly cold. I'm gonna sue you guys. No, like what the fuck? And in some cases, y'all might even have a reservation. But ain't no tables available. No need to get angry. You still have your spot. You just might not get the table you wanted. Because some that's not how restaurants work, honey. At least some of them. You'll have a reservation for a table. But we be seeing people. We need to see people, honey. And some of our tables aren't even able to be reserved unless you go to the restaurant. So, y'all just need to calm down. Like, y'all ain't never been to a restaurant where you had a reservation and you still had to wait 20 to 30 minutes? I mean, for real? I know I have. My hand's up. I'm raising my hand. Heck, there was a time I went to Chili's. And I had to wait 30 minutes. There was a time I went to Carabas, honey, with the reservation. I had to wait 20 to 30 minutes. This is normal. I don't know why, what's not clicking with these other people typically the older people 
but anyways, yes, yes, more compassion in any restaurant, even in fast food. Some fast food at least, like Starbucks, McDonald's, I don't know, it depends on the location. But anyways, guys, let's dive into this Potomac review. And again, sorry guys for the delay. I would have had this out like yesterday or a couple days ago. But again, low energy, been very tired. I am too tired to even play video games, honey. But let's get into it. For real, for real this time. So, season seven, episode six. It's the same bullshit from last week. We still talking about Black Dick Chris and the alleged cheating in the DMs and Giselle and what happened at the season six. Y'all know the same recycled bullshit. But we're going to go in order of cast. I'm going to start off with Giselle. So, I'm... Honestly... I think I've been saying this, but I'm tired. I'm tired of this Chris storyline already. It, it, There's a lot of twists and turns and plot twists and changes. It, it's definitely made up. Because Chris was saying he needed to talk to Giselle at the reunion. He offered to have the door open because ain't nobody need no more cheating rumors. But now Giselle out here saying that Chris wanted to go to her room and wanted to close the door blah 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 I'm tired tired of it to be honest but there really wasn't much going on with Giselle besides that because then now here we are in the lovely city of South Beach Miami and I got some thoughts about that Airbnb I mean given that it is in Miami that was a And I live fairly close to Miami. I mean, I'd even stayed in Miami and lived in Miami for a time in my life. That's pretty Miami. That kind of Airbnb, that is pretty Miami. Them hotels be expensive. Now, if y'all wanted a 10-person mansion or something, y'all would have had to pay a couple million. I'm sorry, but it would have been expensive. I don't even think Bravo could afford it. And South Beach, you won't really get anything on the water. South Beach is, you know, boardwalk shit. You you can get kind of close, but you won't. You can get on Ocean Drive. But also, South Beach is pretty ghetto. It is very shady. South Beach is the beach where all the drug dealers are, where you get shot. That's where everybody goes. Everybody goes there to snort some white powder. Everybody goes there to smoke some weed. It is definitely dangerous, especially at nighttime. So it's a good thing y'all have cameras rolling and shit. So at least ain't nobody finna target you. But yeah, that's that Mia's Airbnb or whatever it was. Pretty average. Surprised that there wasn't a bathroom for everybody. Last I checked, there should be a bathroom for everybody. Like imagine if you have to take a fat shit or you got some explosive diarrhea going on. You gotta run up the stairs and disrupt somebody in their slumber. And you're gonna have to like how you say crest on the toilet and it's gonna stink up the whole place uh-uh at that point book a book a room at la quinta honey la quinta the marriott something i don't know fucking days in what was that other the holiday in something honey 
But yeah, not much going on with Giselle this episode. Let me move on to Robin. Robin, I'm still confused as to the beef with Wendy, but I'm just gonna brush beside that. It is kind of embarrassing that she stormed out that place, missed the rest of the drama, and has been waiting for an Uber for 30 minutes, or the Uber was 30 minutes out, so she had to wait in the van. Uh-uh, at that point, I would have just walked my ass back in and be like, yeah, I know I stormed out, but the Uber's not gonna be here for 30 minutes, so. And I would have had myself some more white wine, because after all that drama, I'm gonna need to be drunk. I'm like, Mia, I ain't drunk enough for this shit. Mm-mm. We gonna talk about cheating, I need a little liquor in my system, and I ain't even 21. Now, cut to Miami. Robin's out here complaining about, Oh my god, why does Karen always get the master suite? Like, how come Karen can't share? One, the grand dame is almost 60 years old, okay? So at that point, she deserves her own room. And two, Robina, it is her birthday weekend. And what do we do on birthday weekends? Not share rooms. She deserves it. She deserves to have her own master suite, honey. But yeah, not much going on with Robin either in this episode. Now to cut to Candace, who actually has something going on in this episode. And I am pleasant, let me just say, I am very pleasantly surprised with Candace this season. Season five, I liked her within the altercation. Then I fucking hated her ass. I want her gone. Gone, 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 gone. Gone with the wind and not fabulous. Season six. Don't know why she was on it. Still wanted her gone more than ever. Like, it was giving icky. It was giving bothersome. She had a little bit of redemption at the reunion, but not much. But this season, because of all the girls, honey, Candace is having her redemption arc. I'm actually liking Candy this season. I'm Team Candace. And I am flabbergasted. I, like... If you had asked me if I would ever be Team Candace like a year ago, I would have been like over my goddamn dead body. But apparently hell has frozen over, honey, because here I am, Team Candace. Yes, Miss Girl, Deep Space, Drive Back, Mr. Big Dick, Black Dick, Chris Bassett, honey. Goddamn. Holy shit. We are Team Candace. The wolves are out and howling. But... Candace decided to confront Giselle after the burn session, after we was all tipsy and drunk and ready to go home and over the bullshit. Actually, I, I just missed a whole important part. Before Candace reconfronts Giselle, Ashley Darby, and we're also going to talk a little about Ashley, not yet. You know, I was for Ashley telling Candace about the rumors about Chris hitting on her good sis Deborah in the Instagram DMs. Now, where Ashley lost me was when she said, it ain't feel so good now, does it? And then I was like, ooh, uh-oh. And then it is warranted for Candace to be like, you are a vindictive bitch or whatever it was. But I did feel Ashley when she was like, no, no, because y'all were literally just friends, like, what, 12 hours ago? And now y'all ain't? But Ashley wanted the smoke. So, here, as Candace said. Oh, I love that confessional where she pretends to blow smoke. Yes. But Candace latched into Ashley. She was like, 
your man leaves you at home to go out and suck some dick. And I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I had to fan myself in my 60 degree room, honey. That's how, that the chills. I was getting hot. I had to take a step back and re- rethink my life. I was like, God damn. Michael Darby had to step out and suck another man's dick. Nope, all the girls were gagged. I was gagged and I was like, oh, and Karen I hear say, oh, we ain't sucking no dick. And I was like, mm-mm-mm. No, we ain't, Miss Kern. We is not sucking no dick on this wonderful, well, today is what, Thursday? On this wonderful Thursday afternoon. No, we not. Mm-mm. We not with the shits. No, thank you, ma'am. So I was gagged. I had to like, I passed away and then came back to life. That's how it was. But I mean, Ashley, Ashley, you are believing cheating rumors about everybody else, honey. But when it came to your gay husband, you wouldn't believe shit. Oh yeah, I know about that. Oh yeah, I'm fine with that. Oh no, that's not true. But why would anybody suck Michael Darby's dick? Why would anyone let Michael Darby suck their dick? Man looks like Gollum. Man is like the gremlins from that gremlins movie way back from the 1990s. Man looks like a whole pedophile. I wouldn't be surprised if he was a little rapey. Yes, rapey, honey, because that's the vibe he gives. Like if I was in a locked room with him, I'd be like, help, I'm scared. Mom, mommy, I'm scared. Like. I would run. He seems like the guy that'd pull up in a white van. So it's a no for me. You know, if Michael Darby ever came on down here and was like, can I suck your dick? I'd be like, hell no. Hell to the no, no, no. Ashley, come get your man. Somebody. I put that shit on record. I would send a blind into Bravo and cocktails, honey, with proof. Like, that's how serious it would be. I'd let the whole world know Michael Darby tried to suck my dick. Because ain't no way. Ain't no goddamn way. I would let every other old man in my city suck my dick before I let Michael Darby suck my dick. And I've slept with married men who have sucked the... Who have... Yeah. Y'all get the idea. So, yeah. No thank you, Michael Darby. No thank you. I'm good. I'm good. And to whatever escort let let the man do that to you, I am so sorry. I hope you went to therapy. You might even be on antidepressants right now. I feel for you. Thoughts and prayers. Now, Candace goes out onto the balcony or the patio to confront Giselle about the Chris rumors. And obviously it doesn't go well. They try to go in an understanding direction, but this is housewives. We know there's gonna be a misstep somewhere. And there were several to the point where Candace blames Giselle as the reason why women can't come out with their sexual harassment stories. And that's why I thought it was a little too far. Like Candace, I get that you was mad at Giselle. I get that you might never ever trust Giselle again but Giselle Bryant is not the reason women can't come out with their sexual harassment claims now given that this is most likely false could it give it less credibility yes yes it can but Giselle is not the reason why women are silenced Mm -mm. no I thought that was too far too far regarding Ashley Chris did go onto Twitter way back in April to talk about, y'all ain't ready for this. You know, I'm not the one, you know, the tweets that were shown in the episode. 
yeah, that was definitely caused by Ashley, as confirmed. I mean, if I was if I was Chris, I'd be mad too. I'd be like, who the fuck with your big ass forehead? Get the fuck out of my way. Now in Miami, Candace is not there, but Mia did put her in a room with Wendy. I don't really see the issue with that, if I'm being honest. I don't know how that's shady. Candace and Wendy in the same room. But again, I'm low energy, so I probably forgot something, as usual. But yeah, no, I don't remember, I don't remember anything shady between Candace and Wendy at all. So, but I do, and speaking of Wendy, I do find it weird how last season she was hating on Ashley so damn hard. But this season, we are clinking drinks. I don't know if that is growth or if that is fakery. But either way, we finna get lit. That's all I know. Give me some white wine in my system. Wendy. Wendy, 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 Wendy. Oh my god, I can't this season with Wendy. This is definitely gonna be her last season. I'm praying. I'm praying to Jesus. This is her last season. Cause child. Again, with the bullshit. Talking about, I'm overworked. You know, I'm a wife. Mother of, like, three kids. I'm an author. I'm a, I am speak on news channels. I'm a professor. I am so overworked. You know what I should do to resolve that? Take on another business venture and try to set up a black Barnes & Noble. Girl, why are you going to sit here and complain that you're overworked and then start another business bench. Sis, no wonder you end up in the hospital later this season. And that's not even a spoiler, so none of y'all should come at me. It is in the trailer, honey. It is in the season seven trailer. She goes to the hospital. Wendy, girl, being a parent, let alone of three kids, is already enough work. Being married is enough work. And now you wanna do all this extra shit? Oh, I completely forgot that you're also doing candles. Like, girl, you need to stop. Stop, 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 stop. Pump the brakes. And you still even consider going through with it, given that it would have been like, what, $1.3 million? I mean, shit. Eddie said it himself. Y'all would have been in a financial situation. And not a good one. So, I mean, $1.3 million? That's your entire season five and season six paycheck right there. Uh-uh. No, thank you. And I don't know. Wendy has just been in, like, a mood. She just seems moody. Like, why are you coming at Mia for not telling y'all where Candace is sleeping? Oh, but Mia, you're the host. Yes, she is the host, but Candace is still gonna end up staying in the house. So... Suck a dick, Wendy. I don't know what else to tell you. I'm done with you. I'm so done with Wendy. Maybe that's why Peter has beef with you. Because he was planning on making an extra million. And then you pulled out. Maybe that's why he mad. But as far as the drink toss. I don't know. I feel like Wendy always deserves a drink being tossed in her direction. Because she's just annoying as fuck. But I think I'm going to have to be Team Wendy. On this one, I'm just gonna see how it plays out and what pushes me and Wendy to beef because it just seems out of nowhere. Moving on to Mia, 
Yeah, it ain't really much to discuss. I like how Mia is gelling well with Sharice. Praising her in her own way. Talking about her eyelashes be all the way down her face. And she still don't give a fuck. I'm Sharice with two R's and two S's. You know, yes, I'm here for that. I am here for that. Um, There really isn't much else besides that one moment. I didn't realize she also had contact with Peter. I don't know why everybody's in contact with Peter. I think it's just for storyline, Mr. Patricia. And as we all know, Giselle has her Peter storyline coming up later, talk about they dating or whatever. Uh-uh-uh, Peter, you need to step away from these cameras. We are tired of you. We're very tired of you. And I wonder what happens on next week's episode, is all I can say. But Mia, if you were going to book a cash trip, at least book one where everybody has a goddamn bathroom. Charisse, poor Charisse didn't even have a bathroom. Way to go, Mia. Good job. As Giselle said, this is cutie, Mia. But there is no bathroom. That's sad. In regards to Karen... The whole Karen Sharice interaction was funny. You know, I'm so glad you made it, Sharice. How are you? And the fake ass smiles. But yeah, not not much going on with a lot of the cast. To be honest, not even the friends. I can kind of feel the tension between Jacqueline and Mia building up. But not really. It's like But Jacqueline was the fo- Mia. Jacqueline was your foster sister? And you still cut her off just like that? Wow. Wow. Can we get a team do too much? And I know y'all are hating on Mia this season, but at least she's doing something. At least she's bringing real drama and not some orchestrated, oh, your husband cheated on you type shit. I'm tired of it. It's literally like every season, somebody's husband has to be cheating. I'm tired. Can't we all just have a happy relationship and move on? I mean, goddamn. But anyways, yeah, not much to discuss on this episode. Because there really wasn't much going on that I didn't already know about. So, here's to next week's episode. Oh, actually, now that we are here, I guess I could talk about the rumors. That probably nobody gives a fuck about. Um, Real Housewives of New York City, as we all know, has been split into two shows. Don't know why. We know which one's going to succeed and it's not going to be the reboot. But, newcomer Lizzie Savetsky has been removed from the reboot. Due to, there's a lot of reasons. I don't know which one is true. I have heard like seven different reasons. I heard it was because she was receiving anti-Semitic hate comments. I heard it was because she was pro-Israel in the Israel versus Palestine era. And the cast was hating on her for that. Uh, I heard she was just simply fired because she was doing too much and was difficult to work with. And... The last reason I heard was pretty fucking bizarre. 
but I'm going to just say it because no one else wants to say it because they don't feel like it's their place and they don't want to give it a platform. Well, I'm giving it a platform right now. Allegedly, and I'm saying allegedly because uh, I don't even know. It could be true. I feel like it is true, but we don't know. But allegedly, Bryn Whitfield asked Lizzie to set her up with a wonderful Jewish man because Lizzie is a Jewish matchmaker. But Lizzie declined because, what was it? Why'd she decline? It was because it's supposed to be, I think it's a Jewish and Jewish person, not a non-Jewish and another. I don't fucking know. Something like that. And so Bryn got mad. And I I forgot why Bryn got mad. I don't know what was so deep, but for some reason Bryn got mad. and And she called Lizzie. A Nazi bitch. A Nazi bitch. And if y'all are so uneducated to not know what a Nazi is, it was the Germans back in World War II. Hitler. Yes. Hitler's Team Hitler. This is the easiest way to call it. His army, the Nazis. Now, since the Nazis aren't a thing anymore, we have neo-Nazis, which are people who still believe in Hitler's beliefs. You know, the little arm salute, they'll be like, hail Hitler, they'd be chanting all that stuff. You know, anti-Semitic comments, anti-Jew, you know, the people who are still spraying swastikas on walls, those people. And that is just crazy. Like, you know Lizzie is Jewish. You know she's pro-Israel. And I'm not surprised. I'm not hating on her because she is. She stands for everything Israeli, everything Jewish. So this is of no surprise. I quite frankly don't give a shit. But you want to sit here and call her a Nazi bitch? That's too far. Uh-uh. That's disrespectful as fuck. To call a Jewish person or anybody a Nazi bitch. That's... No, honey. I don't know why people are hating on Lizzie, but no, that disrespectful as fuck. And then Lizzie said, why would you say that? That's the same thing as calling a black person the N-word. And apparently everybody has a problem with that. Now, black people, please inform me as to what's wrong with that because I am still not getting it. And apparently production wasn't happy with it either. And that's ultimately why Lizzie didn't make make it further along with the reboot and i do feel like that is the same thing now maybe it's on a different level because the n-word is a slur and you know there was a lot of historical context behind that you know beating up black people you know killing them lynching them y'all know how it was back in the 1700s 1800s black people ain't nobody like black people back then if you even stepped out of line with your master you'd be dead period they would hang you so maybe that's why but at the same time calling a jewish person a nazi bitch that's just utterly disgraceful and distasteful that's that is on the same basis as a slur and her and her husband were not okay with it obviously they did think it was the same level as calling a black person the n-word i don't see the issue given that both are very disrespectful both can be slurs and both just shouldn't be said 
Now the N-word you can say if you're a black person, but the Nazi shit, you shouldn't say period. You should not say period. I would consider that an anti-Semitic comment. That's anti-Semitic as fuck, in my opinion. So don't even get me started. Bryn, I'm disappointed. And, a, and I think she, in a video I heard, I heard that she apologized about it. But uh-uh, you would have to do more than apologize to me if you called me a Nazi bitch. Do not lump me in with Hitler and his goons. Uh-uh, do not lump me in with a dictator who killed millions of Jewish people in gas chambers. Don't do that shit. Like, you wouldn't even be my friend at that point. No. Not even as a joke. I'd be like, what the fuck, bro? Don't do that. That, that, got, that shit got me fucked up, not gonna lie. But anyways, I do think Lizzie's also thirsty, though, because she was supposed to be on The Real Housewives of Dallas, season six, honey, before it got canceled. And, quit, and all of a sudden, now she's in New York on the Roni reboot. And she didn't even make the cut. I don't know. It's giving Nicole James quit filming mid-season season 16 of Orange County now I don't know if they're gonna show Lizzie in a friend capacity like Nicole but we'll have to see I feel like it is gonna I feel like they are gonna show her scenes and then they're just all of a sudden nope no more Lizzie and now we all know why so, and just like Nicole she's probably not gonna get a seat at the reunion to explain her side of everything and why she was fired or whatever that's the way the cookie crumbles. Let's see. Any other tea? Jen Shaw was caught in a verbal altercation a couple days ago in the streets of Salt Lake City with her son and I believe her son's friends. I think they're talking about one of her son's friends. It's embarrassing, to be honest with you. And her sentencing is November 28th. What day is it today? The 16th, the 17th. It's an 11 days, honey. So I don't think she's going to make the season three reunion. She's not on the after show. So the days are numbered. That time is coming. How many years will Jen Shaw face? The world may never know. I'm just kidding. Oh, no. But... Yeah, other than that, there really hasn't been much other tea. Heather Debro apparently is facing all the drama on the upcoming season of Orange County, season 17. We are not surprised. I wouldn't even be surprised if this is her last season, given that she's moving to L.A. So, thank you. Next. Ramona Singer is out officially. And this is so fucking hilarious. <laughs> she's not going to be on Roni Legacy. And if you are a true Housewives follower, y'all would have been knew this. I don't know why everyone's acting like she fucking died. Oh my God, end of an era. Oh my God, Ramona's gone. Oh my God. She, I know Ramona had her issues, but I will always love. Really, y'all, y'all are acting as if she was murdered in cold blood in the streets of New York City. And now we are paying tribute. It is not that deep. She was racist as fuck. Y'all need to chill the fuck out. She gaslit people. She was racist. 
She was all things bad. I don't know why we are gushing over her. Y'all wanted her gone anyways. But now here y'all are, tails tucked between your legs. Oh my God, I love Ramona. So iconic. Oh my God, why did we fire her? Why did she leave? Child, I already knew Ramona was out ever since last October. <laughs> she even said it in multiple interviews that she is done. Melissa Gorga even confirmed it. Ramona's done, you know, she doesn't want to do reality TV anymore. She just wants to live her life off the cameras with her friends and actually enjoy her life. So the fact that this is confirmed, not surprised, and I don't give a shit. Ramona can do Ramona. I don't care. I'm not upset. You know, Ramona's out. Oh no, so sad. It's not going to be the same without Ramona. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Okay, get over yourself. Ramona didn't die, y'all. She just chose to live her life peacefully and not be in front of the cameras. And also, it makes sense. That bitch is like 63. You can only do Housewives for so long. Heck, even Karen Huger's days are numbered. She's probably going to be out come season 11. I bet after season 10, she's going to be like, yeah, I'm too old for this shit. I'm out. She's 59. So, bye Ramona, bye Felicia, we don't care. Enjoy the rest of your life. But, other than that, there really isn't much else to talk about. So I will leave it there. I do need to watch Salt Lake City, recent episode. Because again, I haven't watched it because I've been very low energy. Very much low vibrations recently. So I need to catch up on that. And then, y'all will see me again a couple more podcasts regarding Salt Lake City and Love is Blind. Yes, we are going to dive into these pods. But I'll save that for when I'm with the legendary Sean Ellis Rogers. So, thank y'all for listening. Tune in next time. I am the Housewife Collector. You can find me on Instagram at the Housewife Collector. All right. Bye, everyone.